The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. As we hear those words again this morning, we're reminded of Jesus' promise that the church will endure in the face of all kinds of evil. And yet at times it can seem as though evil is gaining the upper hand. News feeds are filled with stories from around the world, stories about violence and murder and conflict, theft and greed. And over the almost past 20 years, we have been painfully aware of the sins committed by some entrusted with the leadership and care of the very church. Sins and failures of cardinals and bishops and priests have become the source of anger and shame for so many faithful Catholics, Catholics who love our church. Yes, there doesn't seem to be any shortage of sin or evil in the world. And at times, we can find ourselves feeling a bit discouraged. Will goodness ever win out, we find ourselves asking. But it's important to remember that there's never, never been a shortage of sin or evil in the world. At that very moment when Jesus changed Simon's name to Peter and he became the rock and Jesus began building his church evil and sin were still very present in the world. And so I find I must ask myself, why do I expect things to somehow be different 2,000 years later? 
You know, Jesus never promised Peter and the disciples an easy ride. He never promised that the church, his followers, would be able to escape a sinful and a broken world. But he did promise something. He promised that in the end, evil would never, ever win out. You and I know that we are living through very unsettling times in our world. They're almost unprecedented. The pandemic, in one way or another, has touched each and every one of our lives. Perhaps we might have even lost someone to the COVID virus. Or maybe someone we know or our family members lost their jobs. Restrictions abound whether we agree with them or not. And life, without a doubt, is not the same. And we're beginning to realize it will never be the same. You know, in the midst of upheaval and uncertainty, we know it's easy to grow fearful. But it's also easy to grow negative and disheartened. It's easier to focus on sin and evil rather than on goodness. Thus, it's easier to focus on what is wrong rather than to focus on what is right or what we should and can do to make the world a bit better. In our gospel today, right before Jesus founded the church and gave Peter the keys to the kingdom, we know that he asked his disciples a very important and powerful question. But who do you say that I am? And we know very well that Peter answered, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. As I thought about it, you know, maybe that's a question we need to ask ourselves. Who do you and I say Jesus is? Is he just some figure from the Bible or some religious leader like Buddha or Muhammad? Or is he truly the Christ, the Son of the living God? Is he the one that we recognize and trust and place all of our hope in? Is he the one we truly recognize every time we receive Holy Communion. And if you think about it, whether we ask that question of ourselves or not, Jesus really does continue to ask it. He asks us again and again, who do you say that I am? And whether we realize it or not, we're always, always answering it. Every choice we make to love or to hate, to give or to withhold, to choose good or evil, well, that is a direct response to that question. Who do we say that Jesus is? That answer affects what we believe 
and how we live. And most assuredly, it affects how we look at our world. If Jesus truly is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then admit sin and evil and uncertainty, we have confidence, folks. Confidence that good will win out. We are anchored in the assurance that whatever might happen, Christ has truly built his church and the gates of the netherworld shall never, ever prevail against it. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in 